The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Good morning, everyone. This is Dwayne Henry filling in for Neville James on Analyze This. It's Friday. We're here on WTGX 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Also available on the WTGX app or the NPR app. Uh, this morning, uh, before we get to that, let me uh, make an announcement. Yesterday, uh, the, the last uh, segment, we had Mr. Terrence Blanchard, who I have to say I was quite honored to be speaking to him. He's a very um, well-known uh, jazz musician and trumpeter. And, um, you know, I, I love jazz, and I actually played trumpet in school for a few years. So, you know, I was enamored by the opportunity to speak with him even though it's a short period. Uh, he, uh, Mr. Blanchard, of course, is the um, composer of the opera on Emil Griffith, which is called Champion. And uh, on Sunday on WTJX Channel 12, uh, the opera will air at 2.30 p.m., it will re-air again on Thursday, November 23rd at 8 p.m. Once again, that's uh, the opera on Emil Griffith called Champion. is going to be broadcast on Channel 12, PBS. Great performances at the Met on Sunday, November 5th at 2.30 p.m. And re-air on Thursday, November 23rd at 8 p.m. So... Even though we didn't get a chance to see it in person, we will we'll be able to see it on uh, PBS, WTJX Channel 12 on those two dates. So mark your calendars. This morning we have the, uh, the legislature is in special, well, has been called into session by the, the president, Mr. Novell Francis. Uh, and... They're going to be meeting to discuss this whole WAPA um, water situation on St. Croix. Uh, the Yesterday, there was a, a meeting uh, with, the, I guess, a presser. Uh, and, um, the, you know, the, some inform. Uh, well, there really wasn't any new information put out. It's like, I have a, a cup that it says... Um, I survived an e I survived a meeting that should have been an email, and I think this is one of those situations because no new information was given. But um, there's been calls for, I know early, early on, Senator Bocas, uh, Senator Lodge, Angel Bocas, uh, did call for um, assistance to the the ratepayers in in a water distribution or, or something of the sort. But he was one of the early persons calling for relief for the rate payers. And since then, of course, there have been other senators. I know um, Senator Capehart, uh, Senator um, uh, Gittins, um, 
uh, those two come to mind. Of course, Senator Francis. Uh, there's been a couple of senators. Um, you could figure out who they are because it's been crickets. But um, I, I think the majority of the St. Croix delegation has weighed in on it one way or the other. As a matter of fact, um, Senator K. Park uh, hosted a virtual discussion with EPA to discuss new developments uh, on the uh, regarding the lead and, 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 and copper water contamination issues. She appealed to, um, this is coming from her office, she appealed to EPA for further investigation to assess the elevated levels. Uh, EPA is taking the lead in this phase of the investigations. Uh, her colleagues were able to ask questions. That, that's why yesterday they had a, um, a, a Zoom meeting, I remember. Uh, so yesterday, the you know, her and her colleagues were able to ask questions relating to levels of contamination, EPA strategy for public education, for the testing and mitigation. As you know, Senator Capehart is a um, worked for many years at the Department of Planning and Natural Resources, and in my opinion, is 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 uniquely qualified to to speak on environmental issues uh, in the territory. So we appreciate the, her. Um, taking the lead, so to speak, or, or, or being quite outspoken on this issue, you know, which is dear to me. As I worked also at DPNR, so I, uh, I regulated WAPA for five years uh, as the council. Uh, so I'm, I'm familiar with many of the issues there. And uh, But she, Senator Capehart said she wants to bring awareness to residents that EPA will be in residential areas performing testing and reminds residents that testing allows for the safety of their families. And she thanked the Region 2, um, EPA Region 2 team for meeting with the 35th Legislature. Of course, this morning we said the Committee of the Whole uh, will be meeting here on St. Croix in the Fritz Lovett's conference room. So um, the entire legislature is, is over here I said he called it into session. It's actually a, a committee of the whole meeting. Um, there's a distinction between session and committee of whole. The, um, here's a little civics lesson for those of you that know. The committee of the whole is the entire legislature meeting, but they're meeting for purposes of gathering information. When the legislature is in, quote, session, they cannot gather information. They can only act on bills and resolutions. So... Um, sometimes you'll see the legislature meet and um, questions will come up on a bill and they'll go down into committee of the whole, receive testimony, and then rise out of the committee of the whole and go back to session in order to act on that bill. So because it's the committee of the whole meeting today, it's, it's an information gathering um, session and, and, and unless, or rather information gathering um, meeting and, and, and no action is to be taken except for receipt of information, uh, testimony, etc. Uh, and that's what a committee of the whole does. So that's today. And we, like I said, we get our Diane Capehart, Senator Diane Capehart, uh, 
precipitated that yes that with a, a, a zoom call with epa yesterday with all the other members so kudos to her and senator gittins and uh, i think senator johnson earlier and of course um our senator at large and her focus uh, for for really uh, and, and senator francis for really um standing up and and, and being vocal on this issue and and insisting on on action i saw a video yesterday one of my friends in frederick said sent me a video and it uh of a line being flushed and you would think that that was mud water washing down through a dirt gut but it was coming out of a pipe and i'm pretty sure a lot of people have seen it circulating on whatsapp but um and I normally don't um, pay much credence to uh, social media, but um, I happen to have WhatsApp for one real reason for international calling. I never, <laughs> I had a client that was in Nevis, and that was the only way I could reach her. Well, the cheapest way to reach her uh, was through WhatsApp. So that's why I have WhatsApp. And but a friend of mine sent me the video yesterday, and. It's, it's quite appalling, the, the stuff that's coming up. Uh, these pipes, you know, these pipes are 70 years old, some of them. Uh, the good thing is not in, in this problem. It's, it's not pervasive throughout the entire system. I know a lot of people are scared. Um, another friend of mine told me yesterday he's not eating out anywhere uh, because he doesn't know who's... I, I offered him some mommy, and he was like, he taking a baby home to my wife and children because uh, me, you know, what, uh, what kind of water I make with I had to ensure him that the person that made the Barbie has a cistern, and, um, so it's cistern water. But the, that's the level of concern that the citizens have over this situation. And so we're glad to see the legislature. And the governor took some decisive action last week. We're happy to see the things he did there, the declaration. And, you know, WAPA is going to be on at 8.20 or after the 8.20 break. We're going to have WAPA on to update the public on what they've been doing. We are, so we're looking forward to that appearance in about 10 minutes. Uh, I might have some questions for them, but... I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lose my composure. I'm gonna let them speak and and see um, what they gotta offer. But if I have a question, albeit tough, I will ask it because this is a health issue more than anything else. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Also, I just want to remind people, there's the WTGX has a new show, uh, a news feed, and that's at 5 p.m. on this station. Uh, you need to check it out. And also, there's the return of the Taste of Two Islands on St. Thomas on December 14th. You can still get your early bird tickets for $50 until November 14th. Purchase online wtjx.org slash taste or call 340-774-6255. Or you could just go purchase a ticket at Chelsea Drug Store, Red Hook, Barefoot Buddha in Haven site, or Bonita's Cantina in Niski. Uh, but um, 
it's a culinary feast for the season. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that, how that, uh, I'm pretty sure that's going to be good. They've been missing, I think, for a year or two, I'm not sure. But um, we're glad to have them back. It's uh, St. Thomas's answer to, in, in a sense, to a, a similar event we have on St. Croix. But it's good to see that um, there are culinary, um, variety of culinary offerings that each island has to offer. Some of the news today, this morning. Uh, well, I'm going to let Wapa talk about that financial assistance when they come on. But um, the Bureau of Internal Revenue is announcing a 2023 tax penalty waiver for taxpayers, corporate and individual. So if you didn't file your taxes this year uh, in April, you can still file it now without paying the penalty. Um, you would have to pay whatever taxes are due, as always. And uh, so if you, for whatever reason, just go ahead and, and get that done. And um, we'll see. Uh, Senator Fred Gregory also, um, Department of Human Services, was before uh, Senate Committee yesterday or the day before, uh, well, actually yesterday, and Senator Fred Gregory was extremely critical of the department because of um, a 240-person wait list for Meals and Wheels. And, you know, Meals and Wheels is a, one of the, probably the best social programs across the country. Uh, because it's, it's designed to make sure that shut-ins get a balanced meal, at least one balanced meal, I think, per day. Uh, balanced and nutritious, I should say. Uh, you know a lot of shut-ins, people that can't get out. You know, if you can't get out, that means you don't get to shop properly. Um, you may just be asking somebody to pick up a few things for you, whatever. Uh, so you getting that one nutritious meal per day is, is quite important, you know. So I don't know why the wait list is so long. I don't know if it's a funding issue, uh, staffing. I'm not sure what the issue is, uh, but that was brought up by um, the by Senator Fred Gregory. She chastised them over the slow progress in a, uh, addressing a, a backlog. Um, Daniel, Danielle Baptiste, who is the assistant commissioner, um, she said that the program's struggling with funding and staffing shortages. You know, I don't know. Um, they need an additional $1.2 million. Um, the, you know, I'm, 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 you know, that doesn't seem like a whole lot of money to me. Um, I'm sure we could find that someplace. Uh, but, you know, human services has has some challenges. Uh, at any agency like that, you know, it's a huge agency and it serves many different members of the community. And so, you know, it's a lot of moving parts. 
you know, it's it's difficult. It's it's very you know, just like Department of Education is. There's the two departments that almost unwieldy, but you know, we have to continue to to try to do our best because, especially human services, we're we're dealing with uh, vulnerable um, sections of our community. And, you know, we can't continue to fail those people intentionally or not. We really, really have to work hard, harder. Uh, so let's see what happens there. There was uh, another big thing that uh, kind of ruckus broke up at um, Complex yesterday, Educational Complex, and there's a series of parents meeting uh, announced following several fights on school grounds. School is, I think, they uh, they grade level parent meetings, and so there's no instruction today. Um, there were a bunch of videos have been circulating on WhatsApp, I guess, and uh, they've been you know. So there was a lot of stuff going on there. So between beginning at eight o'clock this morning. They have meetings for faculty and staff, and then each hour after that for ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grades. But uh, you know, parents got to take some responsibility here. You have, you know, you got to talk to your kids. I know you can't control your kids all the time, but when you see uh, the frequency of fights and and the size of these fights and stuff like that, there's a serious breakdown go you know, going on. So. Let's get that. Um, we really got to get our act together. School is for education, not for eradication of, of your you know, so-called enemies or whatever. Um, so l let's, let's really put a handle on that. And we had a young fencer, um, Cruz, I can't remember his last name, but he came in six at the Pan American Games. And uh, big up to him. Uh, fencing is not something we do here much, but congratulations to him. We're going to be back in a few minutes uh, with WAPA. Center for the Arts, CMC Arts, invites you to celebrate 20 years at 10 Strand Street, the Blue Building in West. Join us November 4th for our 20 at 10 anniversary fete. Tickets at cmcarts.org slash events. Drink in the sunset with a champagne serenade by Derry and the unforgettable cool sounds of the Eddie Russell Band keeps the evening rolling with delectable catering from Chef George Mailer's culinary artistry with the students of the complex CTCE hospitality program and a live auction hosted by the celebrated Willard John. CMC Arts 20 at 10 Anniversary Fete, November 4th. 
tickets available with weekend staycation discounts from our Frederickstead Hotel partners. Join us, cmcarts.org slash events. On Saturday, November 11th from 12 to 4 p.m., the second annual Fitter Futures Food Truck Festival and Family Fundraiser will be at Leatherback Brewery by the airport in Fredericton. The community event will include food trucks, games, face painting, a petting zoo, crafts, sweet treats, music, and prizes. Fitter Futures by Beeston Hill, a 501c3, is committed to improving the health, strength, mobility, and social engagement of the elderly and mobility-challenged populations of St. Croix. Opportunities at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peters Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com Member FDIC. This is Dwayne Henry, and I'm filling in for Neville James. And uh, this is my second to the last day. They will be back next Tuesday, providing that um, he can wake up on time. <laughs> but we have on the radio with us Ms. Chanel Peterson. She's the Director of Corporate Communications for the Virgin Islands Water and Power Authority. Good morning, Ms. Peterson. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. This is Chanel Peterson, Director of Communications. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Thank you. Welcome. Um, just, I actually wanted to give some updates in regards to the St. Croix water emergency that we have currently on the island. Go ahead. <laughs> It's all okay, yours. Thank you. So there's been um, lots of news, of course, in the St. Croix Avis, the Daily News, digital publications as to what's going on and what's happening. Um, so just a little brief timeline. On September 28th and 29th, the EPA um, assisted UVI, DPNR, and WAPA in conducting extended additional sampling across the island, which was initiated due to the brown reddish water complaints we were receiving. Um, so we tested 66 sites and EPA discovered high levels of lead and copper in 36 of those sites, whereas the remaining 22 sites um, either did not have levels of lead and or were below what we call the action level determined by the Environmental Protection Agency. Once we received this news of the high levels of lead in the 36 areas, uh, we shared a press release with the media, the community, on not to consume the water, which was follow-up with the government health press conference 
where the governor advised the entire island not to consume the water. And when we say consume, that means do not drink or cook with the tap water from WAPA's portable water. However, customers can bathe, shower, clean, and launder with the water. So per EPA guidelines, it is safe to bathe as well as to clean with water that may contain lead. Um, One of the things that we then immediately did is we tested additional um, locations in the top four areas where we identified high levels of lead. So with EPA and DPNR, they went out and tested um, the Alfredo Andrews Elementary School as well as the educational complex, um, John H. Woodson Junior High, as well as the Mount Pleasant housing community. Those tests came back negative. So there were no levels of lead found in those areas. Um, But we went ahead again and resampled the 36 sites and we got those results back. And those 36 sites did indicate, again, that there were high levels of lead. However, after 10 minutes of flushing, all of the samples after the flushing either came back undetectable or with very low levels below the action level determined by EPA. Uh, So right now, WAPA is trying to identify the source of the lead. We are investigating through exploratory digging in some of the areas that have been identified. In fact, we um, just recently sent out some information as to the 20 neighborhoods that are um, currently being considered part of the red zone where they have had some testing that had high levels of lead. And in those areas where we are conducting the exploratory digging, we have actually successfully removed some of those components yesterday or excuse me, Wednesday, we reviewed some of those components, and we were able to, um, with the assistance of the Department of Health, test those components. So we're um, reviewing those test results as we speak, but during that exploratory digging, we were able to replace all components to in- with installations of no lead in the components. And so the next step, that WAPA is going to be taking is to conduct additional sampling in that area to identify if that essentially that pilot has been successful. Um, We are working very closely with the Environmental Protection Agency. We are working very closely with Department of Planning and Natural Resources, uh, the Office of the Governor, the Department of Health, VITEMA, in fact, the Joint Information Center has been activated, known as the JIC, and they're leading much of the communication. But um, folks can find most of this information that I've just shared, if not all, at www.viwapa.vi forward slash STX water. So we're continuing to share information on our social media pages, as well as on our website, and of course, coming on the station is very important um, to 
educate customers and the public as a whole as to what's happening and how we are aggressively or urgently addressing the current issue at hand. Great, great. Uh, so um, <clears throat> I, I knew there was a... There's a you know the consortium has a story about um, yesterday's that there was a presser I believe, and um, members of the press was able to speak to some of the stakeholders, uh, in in some setting I'm not sure what it was, but uh, one of the things they pointed out was uh, well the headline is, um, what what's it called financial. Uh, assistance should be coming soon. Uh, Do you have any information on that? Financial assistance to customers may soon be announced. Is that going to be coming through WAPA? So yesterday, we did host a media Q&A, and we had just about every publication um, online, which was great because we know that the media is a great resource to providing information to the public and as part of those conversations we have discussed that we are working closely with the office of the governor to provide relief for customers part of that relief may actually include not just may actually include um filters um we're looking at um the potential for providing credit um and there are also um, plans to provide testing kits for customers who do utilize WAPA's water. And it's important to note that this is not, this advisory is not for customers who are on cistern water. It's for customers who utilize the potable water. Now, of course, there have been mentions of people who fill their cisterns with WAPA's water. And then in that case, yes, those persons are also impacted. But for individuals who are collecting rainwater, this advisory is not relevant to them because it's not derived from WAPA's portable water. The actual amount being determined, the credit, the distribution, um, even to distribution of bottled water is also very much um, in the process. And partly because, I mean, we received this news um, with the elevated levels just three weeks ago. And in fact, um, we have been having meetings every day, four or five times a day, um, working on resolving this issue and providing customers with the support that they need to ensure that they have quality water. So it's definitely in the works. Uh, Yes, uh, checks in the mail. Uh, (laughs) The but seriously, the uh, the question of of the bottled water. Let's take that for for a second, right? Uh, once y'all have determined that yes, we can provide bottled water. How, what is the estimated ramp up time on that? Because it seems like we, we you know you're meeting now. There's going to be several meetings before um, that decision is made. If it's made to provide, uh, you know, bottled water to the affected peoples, what is the ramp up time in getting that water to the, to those people? Because right now, people are buying water. Yeah. So we're we're 
urgently moving. And I say that because we are in the process of collecting data. A part of that data is how many customers are actually impacted, um, how many people are within those homes that are being impacted. So basically the information that WAPA has are very rudimentary in that we know how many accounts at this point Mm -hmm. are being impacted. And we have approximately 3,800 accounts that are being impacted. However, we don't know how many people or homes are actually on those accounts because, you know, within one meter, Mm -hmm. you may have two homes, three homes, a cottage, who knows. So you'd have to collect that information, right? Exactly. So Department of Health actually starting next week is going to um, be surveying by foot as well as online, getting this information um, within the red zones that have been identified, how many people are actually in the home and other um, demographical information. You know, um, this isn't the first instance of people being affected on St. Croix regarding their um, use of water and and, an entity had to provide um, drinking water to those people, right? You realize that? it's This happened before with the Lime Tree Bay refinery. Yeah. With, yes. And, you know, so that's why I asked how long it would take, you know, the government of Virgin Islands to ramp up such a thing because when this happened and, and uh, Lime Tree Bay immediately started providing bottled water. As a matter of fact, they tried to stop recently and the court told them, no, you got to keep doing it. You know, but there was no long wait period or or decision-making period before they uh, were able to produce. Um, and, and they had the same questions as you do. Uh, well, how many people live in these houses? So I don't know, maybe somebody could contact them and find out, you know, you learn from, you know, like I said, you don't reinvent the wheel. You, it, what methodology did you use to come up with it? With, with this solution so quickly? So we actually are absolutely um, working with um, the refinery in that we are learning from their formulas, mm-hmm. uh, their information. The difference is between the situation with the refinery and what's happening now is customers who do utilize WAPA's water can still bathe, can still launder, can still clean with the water, can still flush toilets. So it's not that water can't be used at all. Right. Uh, it's that water simply can't be used for drinking or cooking. Mm-hmm. And so even with that being the case, we have been in contact with the refinery to get that data and that information as to, um, you know, the amount of water that was needed, the, the budget that they utilized right. mm-hmm. to provide that water. As you mentioned, they provided water for an extensive amount of time. Um, we're looking at, you know, how quickly we can provide additional resources. So if it's not, you know, the bottled water, what can the filters do? What kind of relief would that create? And so we're really balancing several options um, as we as we look at providing relief to customers mm-hmm. who are being impacted. Right, right. Yeah, I was just um, suggesting, you know, that you, you know, that somebody else had a similar problem. That, that, but like you said, you already reached out. And um, so you're in that, you know, you've already, content, you know, reached out to, like you said, the refinery and stuff, trying to learn from what they did. That's why I, I just didn't, I don't think this should be a protracted process. 
I think it, it, you know, it's an emergency, and it should be treated like an emergency. Uh, so, uh, you know, in terms of the patients, or rather the, the, the customers, uh, the rate payers, you know, it's very important. You know, we, you know lead exposure is, is a very serious thing. You know, technically, well, the, the Centers for Disease Control says there's actually no safe level of lead exposure. You know, regardless yeah. of whether uh, EPA says, well, there's an actionable level, but actually there should be zero lead, period. You know, we don't want to, you know, we shouldn't be thinking that we're trying to get the lead down. Oh, let's just get it down to below action and then everything's hunky-dory. No, we need to get it down to zero because the, the health effects of lead exposure, especially in children, you know, we're talking about uh, intellectual development, uh Decreased ability to pay attention, underperformance in school, learning and behavior problems. And then you look at yesterday what happened. There were like 5,000 fights out at, at, at Complex. You know, begs the question, what's going on? Yeah. So, now, we, so, so, we, so we want to strive for a lead-free environment in, 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 the, uh, in the system is, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and and absolutely, CDC recommends that, EPA recommends that, that there are no safe levels of lead. Mm -hmm. um, what WAPA and actually much of the United States is dealing with right now is a very aged system. Absolutely. Even though lead piping was banned some years ago, um, because we were able to, because we hadn't replaced all of the pipes, there are elements with in the system that may have some lead, whether it's the fixture or a connection mm -hmm. um, where, you know, whether it's the meter box. And these are all the things that we're investigating to identify what is it that's in the system right now that could possibly have lead and to um, install new lead-free components. And so that's a big part because you're absolutely right that there is no safe level. Mm -hmm. um, it is important to note that, you know, based on the information provided by Department of Health, mm -hmm. um, the good news is that they are conducting testing. Great. In fact, did over 100 tests, I want to say, at mm -hmm. Alfredo Andrews Elementary okay. School. Okay, hold that thought. Hold that thought. We got to yeah. go to the break, and we'll pick All it up right. when you come back, okay? Thanks. Okay. Museum Center for the Arts, CMC Arts, invites you to celebrate 20 years at 10 Strand Street, the Blue Building in West. Join us November 4th for our 20 at 10 anniversary fete. Tickets at cmcarts.org events. Drink in the sunset with a champagne serenade 
by Derry, and the unforgettable cool sounds of the Eddie Russell Band keeps the evening rolling with delectable catering from Chef George Mailer's culinary artistry with the students of the complex CTCE hospitality program and a live auction hosted by the celebrated Willard John. CMC Arts 20 at 10 Anniversary Fete, November 4th. Tickets available with weekend staycation discounts from our Frederickstead Hotel partners. Join us, cmcarts.org slash events. These days, people go to great lengths to shed the stress of daily life. There's acupuncture, deep tissue massage, meditation, yoga. At All Things Considered, we offer our own type of healing, invigorating news stories that span the rainbow of human experience. Nourish your mind and escape from the ordinary. Weekdays on All Things Considered from NPR News. From 5 to 8 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. The Virgin Islands State Nurses Association will hold their biennial convention themed Nurses Coming Together, Making a Difference on Saturday, November 4th at the Penthouse Rooftop in Christiansted. The convention will open at 8 a.m. and adjourn at 5.30 p.m. A reception at 6.30 will honor the negotiating team. The convention is open to nurse members, non-members, and students. It will also be available virtually for those who cannot attend in person. Please visit visna.nursingnetwork.com for more information or to register. Good morning again, everyone. This is Dwayne Henry and Analyze This, filling in for Neville James. And we're here with uh, Ms. Chanel Peterson. She's the Corporate Communications Director at WAPA. And before I let you go, um, you were mid-thought before we went to break, and I wanted to give you the opportunity to uh, complete that, your thought on that. Ms. Peterson? Did we lose her? Yeah, uh, we we had a uh, we, we just now. Miss Peterson and I were just talking, and she was expressing that uh, WAPA is very uh, cognizant of the dangers of lead exposure and uh, is working hard with EPA and with uh, the uh, CDC, following their guidances. They recognize that that the goal is zero lead. And, and and they know that there could be, well, there will be consequences of lead exposure. So um, the Department of Health is doing some testing. Hopefully those come back good. And we'll see. And, and we'll see what, what, what happens there. We, sh we should have Laverne Wise on the, on the, we we're waiting for Ms. Weiss to call in, but uh like I said the the uh, the the WAPA situation is is, is 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 critical from a health point of view. You know, we, we want everybody to be careful. We want them to to uh, be healthy, especially children. You know, children 
cannot uh children cannot absorb well uh cannot handle lead exposure as well as an adult so it's lead exposure in children is holy uh thing we have miss peterson you back yes I'm okay back. sorry about that yeah i was explaining that you were mid-thought uh before we uh went to break and i wanted you to to finish your thought there well, i appreciate that so the, it's really all hands you know on deck right now a lot of agencies are working collaboratively department of health um it's currently testing children between the ages of zero and six including pregnant mothers and it did come up a core the zero so the zero are the pregnant mothers um for the children and ensuring that we are, have a an understanding of you know what is actually happening in the residence and right now we've actually been getting back um good results in that there have been no um high levels of lead in anyone tested thus far um, but they continue to test, and in fact, they just released a press release where they'll be um, providing free testing for children and for persons who are interested in receiving testing. Um, there's the medical center in Sunny Isles that's providing that testing, and also we have created a couple hotlines for individuals who want to learn more about the possible health concerns, as well as if they have concerns or questions on sampling. So of Health has opened up a hotline, and that number is 340-712-6299, and they also have 340-776-1519. So Monday through Friday between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m., that hotline will be available to answer health concerns, while DPNR's hotline for sampling concerns is 340-514-3666. And I guess the last piece to mention is that we also have a website that is specific for the St. Croix Water Emergency. Um, As we get more information, we're continuing to put up um, documents, graphics, charts, maps, test results on this particular site, uh, that's going to be www.viwapa.vi forward slash STX water. So that is live right now. So people can go on there and get more details on what's happening and what are the efforts being taken to address this very critical issue. Well, Ms. Peterson, we want to thank you very much. And I want to um, let you know, even though I've asked you a couple of tough ones, this, I think you're doing a, an amazing job over there at WAPA, uh, especially in this crisis here. You, you know, we just had a very frank conversation. I think, um, you know, I appreciate your, your candor and your, tra- your transparency. And so we obviously wish you all the best in getting this issue resolved quickly. And so, um, you know, I know you got a lot to do, and, and so I'm going to let you go on because I don't know if you have to go to the legislature today, but um, they're getting ready to do the committee and the whole uh, uh, on on this issue of, of the brown water. So, Yes, indeed. Um, we are preparing for the committee on the whole this afternoon with oh. the uh, 35th legislature 
and truly actually looking forward to clarifying information. There's been um, a lot of information out there, and we're hoping to really have this as an educational piece Mm -hmm. and to address the concerns that the senators are hearing from their constituents. And, And, you know, with all the agencies participating, I hope that um, people can feel more informed and feel reassured that we are quickly and urgently working on this. So thank you so much for having me today, and I wish you a, a wonderful day. Yes, you too. Have a nice weekend, and uh, we'll have you back soon. <laughs> yeah, I know you do regular with Neville and stuff like that, so um, we'll be hearing from you again soon. So thank you so much. We appreciate thank it. You. Okay. That was uh, Chanel Peterson. She's the Director of Corporate Communications at WAPA. And she was talking about WAPA's response to the uh, brown water slash lead um, contamination, for lack of a better term, uh, issues in the water here on St. Croix. Uh, She left some hotline numbers, uh, 340-712-6299. And three four zero seven seven six one five one nine, and uh, those are between the hours of eight to five. If you have any questions on what precautions you need to take, uh, and, and etc., and, and and you know, and, and general health issues, and then uh, DPNR for reporting purposes. Uh, complaint purposes in, in terms of brown water, DPNR's number is 340-514-3666. And information is also available on the WAPA website. Uh, I think it's VIWAPA that VI. I'm not sure if I'm saying it, but you can always Google VIWAPA, get to the website, and then um, sync SDX water is the additional page. Uh, to, to get info, you know, more information on the issue. Okay, so um, we have yes, uh, we have Miss Lavon Wise coming on to give us a little chat. She has some information for us. Miss Wise, Lavon, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? Um, I'm doing well. How are you? And she's from I'm the okay. CMC Arts, of course. Yes, yes, I am. And um, I'm really delighted to say that um, tomorrow uh, we are celebrating our 20 at 10 dedication set fundraiser at 20 uh, Strand Street. Uh, excuse me, at 10 Strand Street. Uh, we've been in this building um, on the harbor front on Strand Street for 20 years, and we're doing a dedication to the founder, Candia Atwater, and it's going to be an amazing event. We have um, the Elisa McKay retrospective in the exhibition hall, which opened last week. Uh, we're starting the event with a block party uh, that's going to be wonderful, starting at 4 o'clock, featuring Yannick, the young uh, uh, saxophone phenom, and then uh, we start our dedication at 5.30 and then open the doors to ticket holders to an amazing, um, spectacular evening of events featuring Derry and Adrian in our exhibition hall and then the Eddie Russell Band as the headliners. 
we have um, one, uh, the food from Chef Mailer and the CTE uh, program students. We have a live auction and a raffle, and the whole uh, courtyard is being transformed by the beautiful Michelle Marquis. And if I may, I'd like to thank our sponsors um, uh, for this year for supporting the museum. WTJX, of course, for supporting us, Alpine Securities, Team Consultants, Hibiscus Beach, The Market, St. Croix, The Hamad Family, The Mord Horse Family, MCN Build, Loops, Bright Spark, Ocean Point Terminals, FICA, St. Croix Foundation, Community Foundation of the Virgin Islands, the National Endowments for the Arts, the Susan E. Atkins Education Endowment, Via and Pleasant. And um, I'm just uh, hope every week ticket sales are going great. We still have some tickets um, for sale. And uh, we are they available at cmcarts.com dot org slash events or you can call three four zero seven seven two two six two two um to buy your tickets over the phone or you can do it online at cmcarts.org and I also want to remind people that uh four of our West End hoteliers have offered staycation discounts and that would be Sandcastle on the Beach, the Frederickstead Hotel, Victoria House, and the Featherleaf Inn. So you can come dress up tomorrow night, but bring your beach and brunch gear for Sunday <laughs> and enjoy our beautiful West End. Right. And then this is the one, and you want to do that because I understand you're going to have copious amounts of free champagne, right? We're going to have free champagne. <laughs> we're going to have uh, we're going to have a free champagne toast. <laughs> And we are going to have um, amazing food by Chef Mailer and the CTE students from Complex. Um, so it's just going to be a magical night, and we want everyone to come out and support your museum. We are the only Caribbean art museum in the U.S. Virgin Islands. We already know that we have friends and supporters coming from St. John, Puerto Rico, and St. Thomas. And we want all our, think all of our friends um, from all three islands to come out and support our museum. Absolutely, you know, uh, like like you said, Levon, uh, you know, it's the only museum in, in, in the Virgin, uh, well, private uh, in the Virgin Islands. That's it's at least that's uh, that's open now, uh, well, full time, and you know, because I don't want to. I know somebody's going to call and say, well, there's Wim Museum, but, you know, there, there's some issues. Right. Well, yeah. we, that's right, Dwayne. Um, we are the only Caribbean arts museum mm -hmm. in the U.S. Virgin Islands, but we are partnering with other, and we are a nonprofit. Right. So we are perennially fundraising, and um, but this night is going to be spectacular, and we would love for as many people as possible to um, get involved. And like I said, we have tickets still available. It's an opportunity to dress up to the nines and start the season <laughs> in high style, supporting your Caribbean Art Museum. 
Absolutely. And you know, WTJX is proud to be um, one of the sponsors of, of, of the museum in general and, and, and of tomorrow night, or tonight rather. Uh, it's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, I'm sorry. So you come down to Frederick said, come down early. You can, you know, enjoy that. You know, Frederick said it's cool in the mornings because <laughs> the sun is still up in the east. So you could come down and do a little shopping or whatever. Uh, yeah. You know, We're check into your room. Off. Check yes, into your room absolutely. and then come to you know, get ready for the, and uh, the event and, and do right. all that. And We're then you stay till Sunday. Off the, we're blocking off the street in oh. front of um, Frederick said for the party from four o'clock, and then mm-hmm. the dedication at five thirty, mm-hmm. and then six o'clock we open the doors to ticket holders, right. and we have this um, um, just beautiful, elegant, um, exciting uh, event. Right. So, so even if you don't want to do the dress up thing, there's still something for you prior. That's right. We have. I don't want to give it all away. Right. Um, but we do have a wonderful um, block party from mm-hmm. four o'clock till six o'clock, and that includes the dedication of the building at five thirty. Right. Um, and then, um, and then we open the doors to ticket holders at six o'clock. Right. That's that's where so- you will be um, serenaded by Darian Adrian. Right. And then the night, the party continues with the Eddie Russell Band. Right. And plenty of food, um, live auctions, so bring your credit cards and your checkbooks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fundraiser, people. Right. Okay, LeVon, thank you very much. And we encourage people to go. All roads lead to Frederickstead tonight, beginning at 4 o'clock. Tomorrow. CMC. Tomorrow night, I'm sorry, CMC Arts Museum. Okay, so I'll see you then, okay? But you can check mm-hmm. into the West End Hotel right. tonight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Thank you. See You're you welcome. Tomorrow. Okay, Have bye. a great day. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or under... The Caribbean Museum Center for the Arts, CMC Arts, invites you to celebrate 20 years at 10 Strand Street, the Blue Building in West. Join us November 4th for our 20 at 10 anniversary fete. Tickets at cmcarts.org slash events. Drink in the sunset with a champagne serenade by Derry. And the unforgettable cool sounds of the Eddie Russell Band keeps the evening rolling with delectable catering from Chef George Mailer's culinary artistry with the students of the complex CTCE hospitality program and a live auction hosted by the celebrated Willard John. CMC Arts 20 at 10 Anniversary Fete. November 4th. Tickets available with weekend staycation discounts from our Frederickstead Hotel partners. Join us. cmcarts.org slash events.